Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And we're two professional counselors that like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Join us for our therapy. Yes, and I need it today. And back onto the topic of cider, um, I managed to spill the cider that you gave me right before we started this, not only on myself, my socks, (laughs) my research for today, but also my laptop and the recording equipment. And now you have wet pants. Suffer the consequences for your actions. I have wet pants. My feet are wet. My socks are wet. It feels uncomfortable. And since we are recording this podcast from my bedroom, now my bedroom (laughs) smells smells like like a bar. bar, Which (laughs) I would mind more, except during these COVID times, you can't go to a bar. So I'm finding it oddly comforting. (laughs) It does. It's like... Oh, oh, like a nice little reminiscent smell yeah. of a uh, bar floor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm all sticky. It's, <laughs> it's great. I think we should we should explain <laughs> what happened tonight. Like this is typical Macy and Naomi. Like <laughs> Macy gets here usually a half hour before we start. We get things set up. So we we sat down and we're like, all right, well we're ready to go. We have like 20 minutes. What should we do? And we're not letting. Uh, each other talk about what we want to talk about because we're like no save it for the podcast and so then like seven minutes or so before we start i was like oh we didn't take a picture let's go take a picture and so we did that and that took you know way too long because we can't take pictures of ourselves (laughs) like normal people (laughs) and then when we're done with that it was like 30 seconds before we were supposed to start. And then we realized the equipment didn't work because Macy smelled, smelled cider all over it. And so we went from having way too much time and not knowing what to do with it to being in a last minute panic. And then the audio didn't work because I swapped out the cables in between and then had to kick everybody out and then start over again. Story and here of we our are. life. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> we thought we had time. <laughs> Silly yes. Yep. 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 So... I had like a really good plan and I feel like this has mentally just wiped my... Well, I'm really happy to be podcasting. I was looking forward to it all day. I didn't really have a weekend because I was so busy. So this is honestly my first like relaxing Mm. moment and it feels so good. So cheers. Cheers. Um, Do you want to tell folks about the present I got you? Um, The cheese powder? (laughs) It's yes. really the gift that keeps on giving because yeah. how many things of mac and cheese do you think I could make with that cheese powder? I mean, if you equate like those mac and cheese packets, that's probably what, like maybe two tablespoons? So maybe like 20. Yeah, like you can make 20 different types of pasta cheese mixes. I'm really excited about it because I've always been somebody that sort of liked the like the clumpy cheese powder bits <laughs> that get on your mac and cheese like i never wanted to stir it in quite all the way oh. i kind of liked like the extra you like it chunky bits of dried cheese that would get on your mac and cheese yeah and this is like quality dried cheeses in a powder form and i just discovered this great like um not pasta pasta that's made out of chickpeas so i could actually make sort of healthy mac and cheese chickpeas huh mm-hmm. is it good it's not as good as real pasta but it's sort of close and because it looks like real pasta it sort of tricks your brain into thinking it's just as good your sort of makes me uncomfortable 
I'm sorry. I feel like if it would have passed enough, you would have said so. <laughs> I'm still buying it. So there's that. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I just want to say the cider is better than the cider from last week. Well, I wanted to get one that wasn't dry. So this one is called Bright Cider. And it's actually quite lovely. <laughs> Bright is the opposite of dry, in case you were curious. The brand is Two Town Cider House. And it is lovely. It tastes almost like a green Jolly Rancher, but not as sweet. Like, yeah, yeah. just like bright. Bright. It's, it's bright. bright. Mm -hmm. uh, other check-ins. Um, okay. I just want to acknowledge my Stonehenge failure last <laughs> week. And no, I brought nothing to clarify any of that because I don't want to. It's okay. That's it. I'm done. You can that. put it to bed. I'm upset about it and I don't want to look at it ever again. You're upset because you wish you would have done more research. Well, <laughs> or at least brought in part more substantial research. <laughs> I wish I would have read it <laughs> first <laughs> to realize how unsubstantial the research <laughs> I brought was. Um, <laughs> that in part too, I think that like it's really hard because. You, you give a lot of flair to the things that have possible other meanings where I just, I don't even like go there. <laughs> so I feel like I didn't give it as much justice as it probably could have had. Like it needed more flair. Yeah. I didn't have the flair. Well, maybe there's a Stonehenge expert out there and they can let us interview them and they could provide some clarification. I'd rather not. Like, I don't know about you, but ever since we basically became best friends with a theoretical physicist, besties, I've pretty much had a more like a spring in my step. <laughs> We're basically scientists now. I'm, I'm. We are basically theoretical physicists ourselves. It's like almost real pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. It is, kind of. <laughs> well, cheers to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to not pick up my glass as frequently just in case, even though there is a lid on it. I, I know. Still no, you will always have the sippy cup lid from now on. That's what I'm known for as a child um, with my dad is that if there was a glass in front of me, I would sweep my arm out and knock it off all over him. <laughs> Usually uh, there was one time in particular, I went and saw a movie and I picked up the giant soda from the top. Oh, Yeah. And I dumped the whole thing on my lap. And sat the whole rest of the movie fanning my legs. I came out of that theater dry. It was impressive. That was some vigorous fanning. I was like, that was pure anxiety, not wanting to walk out of there looking like I peed myself. So that I did it. Wow, you're like a little Dakota fanning. <laughs> wow, you're funny. Um, <laughs> on a different note, <laughs> I wanted to talk about isolation depression that um is this your topic or you're just talking about it no i'm just like talking about it okay i'm depressed from isolation <laughs> <laughs> oh this is about you sort of I, I mean yeah i think it's all about a lot of people right now like i'm an i'm an introvert i really like being alone most of the time but it feels I, like normally there's some extrovert in my life trying to force me to do something I don't want to do. It's like a little bit too much. Yeah. It's like, where's all the people who care about me? <laughs> <laughs> I care about you. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and we are I'm actually in the same room seeing each other from the neck down, which is different. 
I have pants on for the first time all day. <laughs> I mean, like real pants. <laughs> yes. See, do you see my earrings? Yes. So They're I decided pretty. that since people only see like this much of me, like shoulders neck, up. shoulders up, that I was going to focus my fashion on that area. And so I've been buying <laughs> earrings. I, I bought like a facial serum whatever that means <laughs> and moisturizer for my face like i've been way more aware of like this skincare area of yeah. my face yeah than ever before and like i have bought no pants or skirts or anything like that like no, I it's about the top it's about the top and yeah. i've saved a lot of money on shoes because that used to be my thing I like i wanted nice shoes but nobody feet. sees them yeah no and i don't leave the house mm -hmm. ever, i so. have a little heater baking my feet the whole time <laughs> no one needs to know i have a little under the desk bicycle thing i have that's a, wonderful i have a lap blanket <laughs> i have a lap blanket too that i put on my lap it makes me feel really elderly but cozy at the same time i've actually had no shame about showing my blanket <laughs> to people in videos like i've lifted it up and adjusted it like come on they're laying in their beds i can have a lap blanket well i mean i work in here this is my where i have my home office and i sleep in here so like last week, I had a moment where I'm like, I have spent way too much time in this room. <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of this See, room. See, that's what I'm talking I about. It's like this claustrophobia <laughs> that's hitting of like, how many hours have I spent in my house in the last week? Like, I think I'd be horrified by the number. No, I didn't even know what day it was. I, I, last Thursday, Paul was like, I have band practice. We're going to do social distancing, have a fan in the window, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why is he doing that on a Tuesday? <laughs> no, today I thought it was Tuesday. And I was like, no, but it's the podcast. Like I'm having a pure, like my days make no sense anymore. Everything's just blurring together. No, I have to seriously think about how long I've been wearing these stretchy pants. Like I, I'm, I have a two day rule now. Two days, I have to change change them out. Yep. Yeah. No, I get that. It's too easy to go that third day. It is because nobody sees them and yeah. you don't go anywhere and they're, they get comfier. <laughs> <laughs> they get warmer <laughs> too and then it's like winter so it's like i don't want to take them off anyway because it's cold yeah and it's, it's like, just oh, it's no. actually like the best uh strategy just universal wear that'll be the i new think thing. i caused covid i think i wished it into existence can you not say that while you're around me please no let me tell you why <laughs> this was what we said at the beginning of covid was that it was your <laughs> fault and that you were going to be the first to get it do you remember how hard in like november and december i was talking about the leisure pants life i wanted yeah and now i never fucking have a reason to wear anything but leisure pants yeah you never got me leisure pants that you this promised is my fault it's okay i i'm wearing uh I have Nightmare Before Christmas leisure pants that I wear. It's great. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just like saying it on occasion to guilt you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, I just had to verbalize my home Ooh, claustrophobia. So now. I know. It's just too much at home, but I don't really want to do anything else either. <laughs> no, and I'm an introvert too. Like, you know, extroverted events such as giving trainings or things like that, like they completely exhaust me. They don't charge my batteries at all, um, but it's it's much. Like I was throwing a fit over the weekend because I just wanted to go out to eat, mm -hmm. like at the restaurant. I didn't want to get takeout. <laughs> I wanted to go there and get out of my house and be served and see people, have people see me, even if I didn't know them. And and then the dampener on all that that keeps hitting like every week now. 
So I had read and I shared with you that um, a counselor who we had worked with previously Mm. passed away today from COVID. And it's kind of that reality piece of what's going on. That's scary. That's like, okay. It's real. Yeah, it is real. And uh, it's really sad. And I, you know, I can wear my leisure pants a bit longer. It's okay. I do feel really bad for the local restaurant. The one across the street over here that I got takeout once a week, usually. They decided that takeout only wasn't going to cut it for them. And they just laid off all their staff and closed on Saturday. I mean, not permanently, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But I, when I drive around, when I do leave the house to go to the store or whatever, I see so many restaurants that they just closed and mm-hmm. aren't doing the takeout thing. And, you know, it's some restaurants have been able to do the outdoor seating, getting the heaters and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's allowed. But it's tough. And I just, I feel bad for all the folks in the restaurant business, mm-hmm. all the people that make money off of playing live music. Like that was your main money source. I feel bad for you too. Mm-hmm. And any other um, any, trades that are being impacted that healthcare way. Healthcare workers, doctors, all of like, Yeah. Well, yeah. they're the opposite. They're yeah. not out of work. They're yeah. overworked. Yeah. They're not getting a break. Yeah. So, so. there's a lot. I'm, you know, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough, but it's not that tough. We have the least to complain about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's minor complaints, like Macy spilled her cider all over my bedroom floor. Sorry. (laughs) Well, good luck reading your soggy research. I'm really excited because I get to go first, too. Did you have anything else that you wanted to check in about? No, but um, I'm going to go get another cider. Sorry. Go quickly, please. Get me one, too. (laughs) Okay. She'll be right back. My ears are sweaty. So I actually found a topic um, with the help of uh, one of my clients who gave me this idea. So I'm actually really excited because I didn't know about it ahead of time. And it's it's one that is very deeply disturbing that you may or may not have heard of. So we'll see if you've heard of it. We will see. Okay. Have you heard of the Hello Kitty murder? No, but oddly, our topics are sort of linked in a way. What? I'm trying so hard to unlink from you. <laughs> no, I don't want to be linked to you either. Believe me. <laughs> Believe you me. Um, all right. So this is uh, the Hello Kitty murder happened in Hong Kong. Ooh, it- I'm, I'm really excited about it already. Good. Okay. So this started off when a 14-year-old girl told police she was being haunted by the ghost of a woman. Uh, they didn't believe her. But when she explained who the woman was, they were horrified. So this was in 1999. A 14-year-old girl made her way to the Hong Kong police station. Um, She went there for weeks, and they didn't believe her, didn't believe her, because she kept saying it was a ghost that was talking to her. So this ghost who had plagued her, she said, was of a woman who was bound by electrical wire and tortured to death. The police brushed her off, dismissed her claims as being dreams and teenage nonsense Uh. their interest however grew when she explained that the ghost was of a woman she had a hand in murdering can i just interject about something completely totally unrelated yes (laughs) do i have beer on me no (laughs) so paul brought me some roses last night and we got indian takeout food and i it 
they were sitting together on the table. Really failing to see how this connects, but go on. <laughs> I went to smell the roses and they just smelled like Indian food. And I said, it was nonsense. <laughs> non. <laughs> and you just said nonsense and it reminded me. Okay. Thank Never you mind. for pulling that back. Sorry. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Continue. You're funny tonight. You are just so on. You know what it is? I had no breaks this whole weekend. I worked all day Saturday and then I was in training all day Sunday. And I am just so let loose right now <laughs> out of my cage. <laughs> Keep it up. You're really uh, adding a different type of flair than I expected to my story. Um, I'm sorry. This is serious. It's definitely not nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> all right where was i um okay it was not blah 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 That's girl true. said she had a hand in murdering this woman who was the ghost so they followed the child back to the flat in the city's um rundown kowloon district they discovered that the girl's dreams were in fact very real inside the flat they found an oversized hello kitty doll with a decapitated skull mm. inside of it Ooh. So this case became known as the Hello Kitty murder because it was inside. It was actually inside of a Hello Kitty mermaid toy. And I actually have a picture. This is the actual one that has the, it's a little wet. It's a little wrinkly. It's a little damp. <laughs> there you go. Um, so a Hello Kitty mermaid stuffy. Oh. Yeah, there's a dead skull in there. Were you into Hello Kitty? No, no. I was, I was like a My Little Pony fan. That was my thing. Yeah, I, I wasn't really, but my sister was. Hmm. And okay. she was to My Little Pony as well, which hmm. I ridiculed her endlessly for. Why? Is it like a bad thing? I just thought it was dumb at that time. You were also a bully, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, the victim, her name was Fan, Fan Manyi, probably saying that wrong, but we'll call her fan fans life was tragic even before she was decapitated and stuffed inside of a doll she was abandoned by her family as a child she was raised in a girl's home by the time she was a teenager she developed a drug addiction and started uh, turning to prostitution to pay for her drug habit by 23 she had got a job as a hostess at a nightclub um, but she was still dealing with the addiction uh, early in 1997, Fan met a man named Chan Man Locke, call him Chan, a 34-year-old socialite. So they, hmm. you know, had a lot in common. She was a drug user and a prostitute, and he was... A, he had money to pay for all those things. No, he was a, <laughs> he was a pimp and a drug dealer. Oh, <laughs> So okay. it worked out. Um, they, they were lucrative to each other at the time. Uh, Later, 1997, she was desperate for money and drugs. Uh, she ended up stealing from him. She stole about $4,000 out of his wallet. She hadn't realized that uh, this isn't the person that she would want to steal from. Mm. He saw that the money was gone, and he enlisted two of his henchmen uh, to kidnap her. Oh, he had henchmen. You know, yeah. I wonder if they knew, like, they were called henchmen. I hope, would, would I, I hope you summoned them and said, come here, my henchman. Would you call me your hench person? Hench folk. Hench folk? <laughs> yes, I would. 
So they they uh, they tied her up. Um, they the plan originally was that he was going to force her into prostitution um, for himself and to take the money she earned as payback for the cash she had stole. But before long, it really got. Um, I mean, you know, they say out of hand, but uh, it got worse. Uh, they started torturing her. They tied her up. They beat her. And for over a month, they subjected her to various horrors like burning her skin, uh, mm. raping her, and forcing her to eat human feces. What the fuck? Yeah, like it starts to get really... It's torture. Yeah, it's not just give me my money. Yeah. Um, and this was over weeks and weeks that this was happening. So they were sadistic. Yeah. And um, I saw a picture of the apartment that this happened in and like just... Uh, like the standard of living was horrible, like really gross, decrepit. She was sleeping on a floor with like a dirty blanket that there's obviously like feces and stuff mm -hmm. on. So I mean, really bad. So how old was she? Huh? How old was she at this time ish? Uh, I, she was uh, 23 when she started getting into the drugs. I think that was, she was 23 when okay. she stole the money. Mm hmm. All right, so let me let me make sure that my papers are in order from my dropping them, spilling of them. Oh, Missy. Okay. Stapleless, Missy. <laughs> okay, so she reported the the younger uh, girl, the fourteen year old who had reported it, um, also said that she was responsible um, as well. So she had taken part in the torture of the woman her she was 14 um she was one of the girlfriends of uh chan uh probably a loose term though girlfriend um in all likelihood the girl was another one of the prostitutes likely so at one point when she was visiting the torturers in the apartment she said that she witnessed uh witnessed him kicking a man in the head 50 times and she joined in as well and when she was asked why would you do that she she just replied i had a feeling it was for fun mm. so like really sadistic um and they were getting enjoyment out of hurting people so after about a month of torture uh the 14 year old discovered that fan uh had died overnight mm. Chan and his henchmen argued that she died from an overdose of methamphetamines that she had administered to herself. Most experts really speculate that and she's probably died of her injuries, mm -hmm. most likely. I mean, if you were the murderer, you would probably say, yeah, she overdosed herself. Well, did they do an autopsy or there wasn't a body to do that or... Well, there was really no way to tell for sure because after discovering she was dead, the henchmen moved her body to an apartment bathtub. They dismembered her mm. with a saw. Then they cooked the individual pieces of her body to stop the potential smell of rotting meat. Ugh. I can't put words to the face I'm making right now. They used boiling water on the same stove in which they were cooking dinner. Who are these people? The killers boiled the pieces of her body and disposed of them in the household garbage. How have I never heard of this? This is terrible. 
and not as cute as I thought it was going to be. Your title of your Kitty, topic was misleading. Burger, right? Um, I just need to bring about another joke that Paul said in the room right now that it's henchmen, not henchmen. Uh, oh. I roll times a thousand. <laughs> I thought it was five. Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah, get it. Okay. All right. So um, her head, however, was saved. They boiled it on the stove and they actually used the same utensils to stir their meals that same night, according to the young girl, um, as they did to move her head around in the, in the boiling dish. They sewed her boiled skull. Um, they sewed her boiling skull inside of the Hello Kitty doll. Why? Hmm? Why? Why would they do that? It's a very good question. Do you have theories? No. <laughs> I don't. What, I mean, they're very... To what me, did they do with the rest of the body parts? So, again, most of it was disposed in their household garbage after they cooked it so it wouldn't smell. What and about then, like, bones and stuff? Including some of the bones. They, uh, they did keep um, a couple of the teeth and some of her organs in a plastic bag as well. And, Why? and saved that separate. Why? There was no why given. That's just so. Maybe they and I wonder if it was more of a um, like a souvenir. A, yeah, thing. that's what I think is more of a souvenir. So maybe they thought they could get away with the other parts. Sorry for that word. Um, because maybe it would look like regular garbage, but maybe the skull wouldn't, and so they felt like they couldn't throw that away and they had to hide it in the apartment yeah i mean i I think it's a very strategic killing i mean just all the steps you know this wasn't a quick act they tortured over months the way that they did this this was not their first rodeo no and it became crueler and crueler and with the the younger uh girl being able to testify that like yes i've seen them like really hurting other people and enjoying it but tell me that they got pleasure in that whether it was power um but the sewing it in the Hello Kitty doll. So the room of that apartment was adorned with other Hello Kitty stuff. So like pink curtains with Hello Kitty. Like it was all over the room and that toy was in there. So it was either like, okay, this is what's available. Um, or to them, it, it gave them pleasure to kind of almost have that contrast of something like cute. And then we're going to put her skull into it. Almost like the ultimate disrespect. It reminds me of, remember I was talking about the dolls that yeah. they thought would be possessed by children's souls? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you mm-hmm. think maybe they thought somehow they were putting her soul into this Hello Kitty mermaid? Maybe. That that would maybe explain the ghost part. Maybe. Either that or just trauma nightmares. <laughs> I hadn't seen the Hello Kitty mermaid before. That's a new one for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, So with this, they they said it was for money. They said that she stole from them and they were trying to get their money back. So did they get their money back by killing her? Um, I'm not sure if they, because they did rape her um and i'm not sure if initially they did use her for prostitution potentially they did for a little while until it got worse because it just doesn't seem like that's a good strategy to get your money back no i I think that they had other motives 
Well, and that's the, the thing is, is she started, I mean, doing the drugs, uh, their drugs, and it became that kind of reciprocal relationship for those unhealthy patterns, but they, um, they cohabitated in that way without any issues. It was only when she stole the money. Um, so either that was such a indis like indiscretion for them, like it was so horrible that she would do that, that that somehow equated that she would die horribly, or they just started enjoying it more and more. I mean, I would think there has to be because it was so above and beyond. It's not just punishing somebody because you stole and you're setting an example. Mm -hmm. and well, yeah, them no to one else do was it again. seeing it other than the 14 year old who was partaking. Yeah, they they were sadist getting sadistic pleasure out of it. So what do you think about the 14 year old, the girlfriend? Participating in some stuff? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that um, probably some of it was fear, like you have to participate. Mm -hmm. or that's gonna, stuff's going to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't even imagine any feeling of safety at that point. You just would do what you're told. Um, but it kind of goes back to some of those more ethical discussions about if a minor commits something, how much responsibility do they have for following through with things? Yeah, I mean, I think it was mostly just survival stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows, maybe there actually was true enjoyment. So she did actually get some uh, protection legally because um, odds are because she was so young. Uh, she testified against Chan and his two henchmen in an attempt to, uh, she said the reason why she uh, went against them was because she wanted her haunting to stop. So she felt like she had to come out and be honest in order for the ghost to stop haunting her. Did that work? Um, Did the I'm, ghost stop haunting her? I think we could follow up maybe <laughs> with her. <laughs> Do you think there was a real ghost or was it just her? I mean, her I'm trying conscience? to think of like a 14 year old where like, I mean, I don't know if that was her doll. Like, if Ooh. you're if you're if somebody stuffed a woman's head that I just sat and watched get traumatized, raped, tortured, and watched her skull get boiled next to my dinner, and then that's my toy in my room, like it was it was laying on her bed. Um, Did she know it was in there? Yeah, yeah. And she, she just it let it hang out in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not sleeping in that room at that point. No, you're having horrible nightmares. <laughs> That's what's happening. Did the ghost look like the Hello Kitty mermaid or did the ghost look she like... She said it was, she was wrapped in, in wire and being tortured. That's oh, okay. what the woman looked like. Yeah, so she detailed much of the torture that the three men put Fan through. Uh, though the story was so disturbing, many felt it couldn't possibly be true. The evidence uncovered by the police was really damning. Um, the apartment in which uh, Manny was tortured was full of Hello Kitty memorabilia. Sheets, curtains, towels, silverware. Uh, furthermore, the body part trophies taken from Manu were found inside with evidence that all three men had interacted with them. So all the men had, quote unquote, interacted what does that with mean? these body parts trophies. What does interacted mean? I think that's legal term for inappropriate touch Ooh. i don't know if that's true it could just you be wouldn't say that it could just be fingerprints <laughs> <laughs> but that's where my brain went um so 
they said that um, what really made me mad while I was reading this was that unfortunately the state of her body and her body parts, the place medical examiner examiners were not, unable to determine the cause of death. Uh, but there was no way to tell whether it was a drug overdo overdose or torture. As a result, the three were convicted not of murder, hmm? but of manslaughter. What? Uh-huh. Huh? Oh, because they believed that she had overdosed on meth? As the jury believed that though they had caused her death, death was not the intent. So I'll... Let that sit there for a minute. I don't understand. <laughs> Let us sit there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but how, what was the ca final cause of death that the officials? They said concluded? that they they said that they couldn't conclude because. Oh, maybe that's why they couldn't pin murder on them. Mm -hmm. um, Wasn't but, enough evidence. But they knew. I mean, there was enough evidence that they chopped her up. But they said that the actual cause of death, they couldn't say that they killed her. But they they're not denying that she wasn't chopped up. And I hope there were additional um, charges of, you know, abusing a, a corpse or whatever it is. I mean, they probably have different laws over there. So the charge left Hong Kong's public reeling from the Hello Kitty murder, but the trio was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 20 years. And when is that? Uh, that Well, that was in 1999. Oh, so. Isn't that... It was, oh my gosh, recent? Last year. Um, if they if they got paroled. So while you do your topic, I'm not going to look that up, see what happened to those people. Um, but it really <laughs> was left uh, a lot of injustice for, for Fan because I, there was no murder charge, even though she was definitely murdered. And, and that's, I mean, if you set someone up in a position to be murdered, this is like Saw, the movie. <laughs> if you set them up in a scenario where they're going to die, is it your fault for it happening? I mean, I would definitely say yes in her situation. I never saw Saw. Really? When it came out, I wasn't watching scary movies. I was off them because they were scary. Oh, they were scary. They scared you. And honestly, if I watched it now, even though I like scaries now, I probably wouldn't. Do you say scaries now? Yeah, I probably <laughs> Do you wouldn't call them scaries. <laughs> I probably wouldn't watch uh, most of it. I'd probably cover my eyes or avert or pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it should have been murder because um, I mean the possibility of parole for those people. The fact that they could be out of prison is terrifying. That was so loud. That was loud. It kind of reminds me of the texting suicide case where, you know, she wasn't actually there and didn't actually physically contribute to, to his death, but she did sort of, um, not sort of, she did set the scene mm -hmm. for that, like create the space for it. Yeah. They did get an unlawful imprisonment charge as well. Um, in November after another six-week trial. That just sounds so mild to me. Unlawful imprisonment. I mean, that sounds like something anybody would do on any day. <laughs> anybody would unlawfully prison, imprison somebody? Yeah, it just doesn't sound harsh at all, like a, not a harsh charge. So they said that the, the three stood there expressionless in dark suits as the judge read out the sentence. There will be no review for parole for 20 years. 
Okay. Okay. But they could be all out now. Remorseless trio, they said. Never throughout the years in Hong Kong has a court heard such cruelty, depravity, callousness, brutality, violence, and viciousness perpetrated by a human being or human beings or on another human being. Do you have a picture of the victim fan? Yeah, I can show you here in a second. Um, they said even an animal would not have been maltreated in the same way as the deceased was. Which is true. They said that uh, the three were actually members of a secret triad gang. So they were uh, part of a secret triad society. Does that mean triad was the name of the gang or it was a gang of three? They said it was a society that they were a part of called the triad gang society. <laughs> I know triad means three and there's three of them. Maybe they made it up. <laughs> so I'm like, is this like the Maybe. bang gang? It's like, the, <laughs> it's the three of them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Are they making too much of their club? their their fandom? Mm-hmm. How many followers do they have on Instagram? Exactly, we have six hundred seventy as of today. Oh wow! Oh um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the Triad Gang Society. Yeah, I just don't think that's a cool name. So, if you imagine in Hong Kong too, like Hello Kitty was really big there, even way bigger than in the U.S. So, it's I mean, still, it, yeah, exactly, and it's. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, when this happened, it was really uh, for uh, socially a, a big news um, event to happen. So the they described the trio as having uh, psycho, psychopathic tendencies and likely to remain a danger to others. Uh, he was trying to get the maximum penalty for manslaughter. The men kidnapped. Um, they said that it was a disputed debt of... Uh, 20000 in Hong Kong money, which is actually, oh, that only equals out to $2,560. People, please. People, please. So, what I'm hearing from this then is that they didn't allow them to be released, right? Good. Yeah. Let them stay there. Mm-hmm. I hope they're haunted by the ghost of a Hello Kitty mermaid. And I hope she's a scary as fuck ghost. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine what that did. T- so the 14-year-old didn't get a sentence then. So she got, um, since she gave up all the information, um, it'd be really interesting to see she how that impacted her. She made a deal. She did make a deal. All right. That's the Hello Kitty murder. Whew. Oh, let me yeah. see her, fo- her photo. My foot? No, oh. I don't want to see her foot. That's a weird request. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to okay, connect the face to the story. Yeah, here we go. Humanize it up a bit. Yeah. So this is her. Very pretty. Oh. It's kind of a spooky photo, though. It is. It's like a passport photo or something. Oh, it has okay. a stamp on it. Okay. That explains it. Yeah, that does You're not supposed to it. smile for your passport photo. She doesn't look like she's smiling. You're not supposed to. They like, they tell you specifically, yeah. don't smile. Don't smile. Yes. Um, Which just makes me want to smile way more. <laughs> just to like mock them. No, just because if you tell me to be serious, then it's hard. Like, tell me not to giggle, then I can't stop. You know. You know how do it all, is. Yeah. Do all the things that you shouldn't. Yeah, it's me, anti-authority. Here's the room. That she stayed in. Oh, scary. Yucky. Isn't it just scary looking? So yucky. 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 All right. Oh, and here's 
here's the dude. Dude on left or dude on yeah left there. That's the main guy, and that's a henchman. <laughs> In case you want to see what a henchman looks like. What's on his forehead? Uh, the back arrow button for my laptop photo. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like a weird triad gang society tattoo or something. <laughs> no. Post those pictures on the group. I will. Facebook group. I'll do it now. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm really excited about my topic. I'm glad you're excited. I started on a, a path of a totally different topic and then it developed into this. So, here we go. <laughs> oh my god, no! I had nightmares about Barney. <laughs> I love that you're talking about Barney. Yeah, I am. Can I tell you my Barney horror story? Please, because I was actually going to start off and ask you if you were a Barney kid. Did <sighs> you watch me Barney? a lot of anxiety. No, my little sister did. And I would go and visit my mom. And my sister had a Barney doll that, like, when you squeezed it, it would say things like, I like playing with you. Or you squeeze it, and it's like, I love you. <laughs> things like that. And its eyes would light up, and it was terrifying. There was one night that I got up, and I had to go to the bathroom. And I walked past her closet and the thing, swear, went off in the closet and I'm not even near it, like five feet away, lights up and says, I like playing with you. I sprinted <laughs> to that bathroom and went, when I finally went back in the room, I closed the closet door and um, I think the next day I ended up taking the batteries out. It's kind of like a Furby story. You have to just take the batteries out to kill the demons. <laughs> Barney, I mean, look at Barney. Look at that picture. Yep. He's just he's, a happy purple dinosaur. He's purple. He has this big green patch. His mouth is weird. Like, it's not actually delineated teeth. Mm -mm. It's like this white curve. And then he has, look at his feet. He's got like. He's got stupid feet. Stupid feet. They're like <laughs> yellow toenails, but it almost looks like he's wearing slides. Why does he have yellow toenails? I don't he needs know. better foot hygiene. He's got the fungus. And look at his creepy fucking hands. What are those? Little They're like crab claws. Crab mittens. <laughs> I do not like his crab mittens <laughs> at all. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to talk about disturbing things about Barney the dinosaur. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Barney first aired in 1992. The Barney <laughs> crack in. Yep. The Barney concept is the brainchild of Cheryl Leash, a former inner city elementary school teacher and marketing executive who thought that there was a void in the market for video programming directed at preschoolers, which I would argue against. <laughs> because, like a weeble or wooble. What's that one? Like the dancing, singing thing. What are those people called? I have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Cheryl said, my idea was that gener generally preschoolers go to sleep with a snuggly like a teddy bear. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat if the thing I loved so much could come to life and interact with me? Oh, my gosh. That's what happened. And it was terrifying. It wasn't neat. No, it wasn't neat. It gave me... I still think about it. So I never liked the barney show and that like 
the amount of Barney that I looked at in this research is the most Barney I've ever watched. I have to tell you, I actually put in my check-in notes, and I wasn't going to end up talking about it, but I put stuffed animals, and they're significant for kids, because I got my stuffed animals back from my dad, um, like my my three main ones, and they all had like a special mm. meaning when I was growing up, and so I, I have them now at my house, and there's Rhino, and he was my protector. His name is Rhino, and he's a rhino. And then there's Rattle. Then there's Rattle Bear. He's a, a bear with a rattle in it. And he was my cuddly one. I cuddled with him at night, and he's the one that made me feel cared for at night. And then there was Rattle Dinosaur. He was a dinosaur with a rattle in it. And he was the explorer, because every time I'd wake up, he'd be under the bed. Exploring. Yeah. So the rhino keep, kept things safe. The bear kept me feeling like comforted and then the dinosaur explored that's great Nancy. <laughs> tell me what barney can mean for somebody a lot apparently a lot apparently of kids like lot. Barney. my sister was a fanatic i didn't let my kids watch barney because i just thought barney was terrible the aesthetics of barney terrible the design terrible his voice i don't even remember his voice Oh, it's bad, bad. You need to look it up. It's so bad. The songs, no soul. I mean, that um, theme song, that's a rip off of some other song. It's not even like original music. And it was just so goody, goody, gross. I just did not like goody, it. Goody, goody, gross. Yes. <laughs> I wanted my kids to watch more edgy children's programming. They watch mm -hmm. things like, like when Skyler was little, he watched Sesame Street. You know, Elmo was just coming out. Elmo was new and cool. Reading Rainbow, Dragon Tales, Reading liked, Between the Lions, yeah, I, Teletubbies. You know, there was Teletubbies. Better things. There was a child. Remember the big news was that a child tried to hug the TV, tried to hug the Teletubby, and the TV like came off and killed the child. <laughs> well, that's the parents' fault for not securing that TV. <laughs> right? That is not the fault of the Teletubbies for being so adorable. Fair. No, I mean, Teletubbies was just weird and awesome. And uh, there's the naughty Nunu and Tubby Toast. And it was just good times. Okay, let's see if this is right. Let me see if I can make this play. You are going to hate Barney after you hear his voice. Wait. Oh, oh my God, that was my so gosh. loud. Hold on. <laughs> That's only played into our ears anyways. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me. No song. You need like an actual like in the show where he's like, what? oh my gosh, it's the man who, who, the voice actor for Barney. We don't care about you. Okay, keep going. This okay. is harder to find than it sounds. So, one disturbing thing about Barney is when you play his theme song backwards. It says all kinds of disturbing stuff. What? Wait. And I, why? And I heard it. I'm not going to play it now because it would take too long to find it. That's still the theme song. I know. We don't want to hear that. Oh. We want to hear him actually talking. <laughs> Make it stop. Make it stop. So... Do you want to hear what... Oh, I remember the I Love You song. I that was at the you. end, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Do you um, want to know what the theme song played backwards says? Yes, I do. Okay. Barney's so gentle. We sleep with him. 
we're making out with him. We do revenge and suffer while he's mocking us. Can't believe we got that stupid smell. Why is he here? Man, we've got to buy some slippers and some sushi, no? And then we back. Then we slay a Christian while you what? look so fat. I knew Barney was up to no good. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Barney was the devil. Okay, good to know. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So wait. Is so, it all making so, sense now? But, yes. And I never actually looked into this before. All I knew was that it was horrible and his red eyes. Um. So uh, <laughs> is that, are you saying if played backwards, it says that? Yeah. And I, I listened to it. You actually listened to it? Well, yeah. I mean, not like I have the album, but on youtube <laughs> i just i find it hard to believe that it's so blatant um yeah but okay yeah uh, i've heard of weirder things today you can look it like up it's on youtube boiling heads next to your cooking for dinner so yeah okay so that's what you hear if you play the theme song backwards another thing is there may have been a creepy haunted lost episode. Really? There was a father of two three-year-old boys who said he was looking at the TV guide, which used to be a, th a thing that told you what was on TV. And it said a lost episode was going to be played only once at 7 p.m. When the theme song started playing, the song sounded like it was being whispered. When Barney started talking, it was like there were two voices at the same time. Barney's regular voice and then a deeper voice. And he said, hi, kids. Today we're going to talk about death. And the kids asked, what's death? And Barney said, this is. <laughs> and then, I have nightmares now. I'm getting then, all sweaty. <laughs> and then his face looked really oh, angry. And his teeth grew long and sharp, and he chased the other kids around, devouring them and eating them until the episode was over. What? And then he sang the I Love You song like everything was normal at the end. What? That's terrifying. <laughs> no. I found the Barney doll. This is it. The plush toy right here. That was... This is it. What was creepy in your closet? It, yeah. Yep. Oh, wait. You can't hear it. There we go. What's it saying? Will you just like me? <laughs> Please make a noise like a fire engine. It doesn't <laughs> make a noise like a fire engine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little different than the TV Barney. I don't know if it's the same voice actor as the show. I don't think so. Sounds a little different. So there were claims that the actors that played Barney that um, were verbally abusive to the kids on set. What? And that um, it was because they were very grumpy because they had to wear a 70 pound costume and dance around. I mean, have you seen some of the dancing that Barney has to do? And the like toddling about. <laughs> but it has to be very joyous. Like, yeah, that's a lot of energy. In it that. has to be very enthusiastic. And so mm -hmm. 
there are claims that um, while filming, like the actor would be like being verbally abusive to the kids, like on the mm-hmm. side, like on the DL. Like the actual guy, the guy that has all these YouTube interviews of what it was like to play Barney for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, please don't watch those because I have to talk about him in a minute. I'm not gonna. Don't look. Oh, I'm. Don't look. Okay. Secrets. Done. I'm done. Okay. We've clicked away. Don't foreshadow yourself. There was um, some internet claim that Barney was based on a 1930s serial killer who was also named Barney who would dress up in a dinosaur costume and lure kids from the playground. And the kids were forced to be happy all day long. And if they were sad, Barney would kill them. I checked it out on Snopes and apparently it's false. So So it didn't happen? Not according to Snopes. But who snopes Snopes? That's what I've always wondered. I was about to say, I don't... Who snopes the Snopester? I don't snope. So another disturbing thing about Barney is that if you notice the kids on there, they're mostly like older kids, like 11, 12 year olds or whatever, Mm -hmm. but they're acting like they're little toddlers. Mm -hmm. And that's just weird. Like they're playing with blocks or just skipping around and doing non real child things, tweeny things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the tweens that I have ever known are just, super angsty emotional and (laughs) and (laughs) have a lot going on they're not playing with blocks and skipping around or listening to barney they're like that weird like just on the cups of puberty like everything's about to burst and you can just feel that pressure yes i hate pink now (laughs) (laughs) i never liked it in the first place that was your idea i need my walls painted (laughs) I'm not a baby anymore. Yeah. Um, so there were some famous preteens that were on the show, such as Britney Spears? No. Oh, oh. Selena Gomez. Oh, interestingly, really? a tie yeah. to last week's topic. Another Selena, yeah. Yes, she was oh. actually named after the Selena I talked about. And Demi Lovato also mm. showed mm. up and play, wow. played with some blocks. That's exciting. And so on. They get paid enough to do that? I don't know what their the pay rate was. Not enough. Not enough. There was an episode in the Backyard Gang series where there was um, a bear that gave kids nightmares, apparently. So they're, like, camping out there, and Barney's like, let's go explore this cave. And they're all being happy and Barney-ish, you know? And then um, they hear the bear in there waking up. And so they all run out screaming. And then the bear comes out like wearing yellow pajamas. And um, apparently it gave kids nightmares. I watched it. I didn't really. He didn't really seem too scary to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're a little kid, you never know. When I'm seeing the link now between our podcasts. Yeah. Stuffed, iconic characters isn't that interesting that we both brought stuffed iconic characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um barney apparently had some drug issues maybe that was another rumor the Uh, actor playing barney right he wasn't shooting heroin on stage was he no but there was a rumor that 
one of the actors was struggling with cocaine use and would stash mm. the coke in Barney's tail for easy access. Oh my gosh, it access. was as bad as I thought. Okay. <laughs> but Snope says that one is false as well. But they're just this, taking all the fun out of it. This, however, is real. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Um, Barney is apparently Satan. Oh, that Barney is Satan? Barney is Satan. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yes. So let me... I wonder if anyone else out there <laughs> agrees with that in our pod chat. So Snopes did not fal falsify this one. Um, your your drink is very close to where your arm might sweep out. I feel like I want to warn you. I'm not a spaz like you. <laughs> I'm not going to just all of a sudden like do a giant <laughs> arm sweep. <laughs> I... I'm very aware that my drink is right here. I don't spill my drinks very often. Remember when I got jumped and I saved my Starbucks? That's true. Yeah. It was actually really impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you put the words cute purple dinosaur, if you write those down. I don't want to do this. No, I'm just explaining it. You okay. don't have to. Thank you. Um, <laughs> apparently in Latin, they didn't have U's. So you have to change all the U's to V's. And then you cross out all the numbers that aren't Roman numbers. So what you have left is C V V L D I V. Now, if you convert those to Roman numbers and add them all up, why would you do that? Guess what it equals? Six six six. Yes, it does. Macy for the prize. Wild guess. So that's just some proof that. Um, Barney is Satan. Also, <laughs> Reverend Joseph Chambers absolutely believed Barney was Satan. And in a 1993 article on greensboro.com, he announced that Barney was a servant of Satan, not Satan, I guess, a servant of Satan. Reverend Joseph, I don't, I don't know the nuances between Satan and Satan's servant. It's like a, like a demon, like a. Is I, it like a henchman? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Another link. The henchman of Satan. So is a demon in the form of a plush doll named Barney. So that is what Reverend Joseph hello, Chambers. Hello, Kitty. Goodbye, Barney. <laughs> oh my God! You're on fire too. <laughs> we should take this show on the road. So Reverend Joseph Chambers got on the radio and said, Barney is very much politically correct and liberal in its agenda. It's a new age philosophy. Oh, it's a political thing. Okay. It's a new age. Well, this is 1993. Oh, okay. So these terminologies, they were still just coming up at this time, the whole like mm -hmm. liberal agenda and politically correct and everything. I think it's funny now that people will new say, age. I, I see like Democrats are... Are uh, um, like devils or spawn of Satan. <laughs> well, these terms, this is like when they were first coming up. Started, yeah. Um, so he said, it's a new age philosophy, which is the antithesis to the scripture. <laughs> it's a hard word. It's to a hard say. word after two cans. Um, yeah. And I just kept like the TIT in the middle with and throwing me. You're not supposed to just yeah, you're pronounce not the to tit. I don't think I've. <laughs> I don't think you've actually, I don't think I've ever actually seen the word antithesis. Well, in the middle is a big tit. And so I was like <laughs> you thrown. To, you like, have to okay. see the big tit and not pronounce it. And not the big say tit. it. And it threw me. Yeah, that's fair. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, 
so it's a that word to the scripture. And <laughs> he said, Barney is straight out of the new age and the world of demons and devils. And yet another sign that America is under siege from the powers of darkness. Obviously. And for a small donation to his Paw Creek Ministries in Charlotte Chambers, he would send you his booklet. Oh my gosh. Explaining it all. That was originally called Barney the New Age Demon. But he it's re- a little out there. He rebranded it Barney the Purple Messiah because it was more mar- marketable. Mm. And believe you me, as soon as I saw that, I hopped right onto eBay to I see if I could did. get an original <laughs> copy. And there was not a one. So if you're out there and you have an original copy of Barney the Purple Messiah, I will pay up to $35 probably for it. I'll, I'll double down to 40 <laughs> <laughs> It's not double, <laughs> but that's as much. What does as I'm double down to. even mean? It, I meant like I would, you know, do you one better? That's twice. That's two. You did one, and I did one. That, I think equals that means two. you that have means to double. pay um, seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So <laughs> I wasn't able to find the original, but I was able to find some excerpts. Oh, good <laughs> from Barney the Purple Messiah. Which came out in like 1994-ish. Would you like to hear a couple excerpts? Yes. Okay. Do you say X? Do you pronounce the P in that as well? Excerpts? (laughs) What do you say? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I always feel like it's silent like the... Now I don't want to say it. Excerpt? Like the... There's a P. I didn't pronounce the T though. Excerpt? That'd be too much. Excerpt? Excerpt? Read the excerpt. No, I don't even want to say that word either. We're eliminating All so many words. words from our vocabulary tonight. Never again out loud. Okay, here's a piece of <laughs> Barney the Purple Messiah. A segment. <laughs> I'm really confident that segment is how you say that. Segment, yes. The idea <laughs> of a seance is at the forefront of almost every Barney program. On one show about Mother Goose Rhymes, Mother Goose talks to the children from one of her books. Led by Barney, the children commune with Mother Goose and conduct a seance to bring her to them. As they sing and dance their little ditty, she, poof, disappears or appears in their presence. The Bible calls that necromancy and says that a person who participates in such behavior is an abomination unto the Lord. This kind of occult activity fills the Barney material. Conjuring someone up is certainly not kids' play. Okay. So You did a lot of handshaking, so I'm just going to take you as an authority and say okay. You know, give me a pulpit. (laughs) I would love to just explore... We never started our cult. By I the know. Way. Well, <laughs> this I, is making me think fondly of our cult plans. And I think we need to bring we need back. a brochure. We need a better booklets. name, the Triad Gang Society. You know, we can put out excerpts. <laughs> we can, <laughs> and, and we need pamphlets. Every cult has a pamphlet. Two dollars a booklet, or more. Well, I mean, you just get like I mean, for two dollars, more people will do it. That's true. 
We can leaflet the town. We need to, yeah, you go for more people. Didn't we say dentists? It's, we're aiming for dentists. Why did we want dentists? Well, because you had a personal vendetta against dentists and you want to take all their money because they have money and they were depressed. So, because they, we had talked about them having higher suicide rates. Oh, yes, because people hate them. Yeah. So, we talked about they may be, in, like, they're looking Vulnerable. for some meaning and purpose after being rejected by society. Was it? Oh, it was because <laughs> this that, is a long time ago. That one um, guy in Oregon ordered, like, a fancy dental chair or something. Yeah. I think it was something with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bhagwan Rajneesh or something was his name. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm, you know, kind of making fun of this, but in all seriousness. In all seriousness, dentists are important. In all seriousness. <laughs> I mean, she did make her last appointment. I am not, don't want to be like totally disrespectful to like. To Barney? Religious people. Oh. Because my kids went to homeschool school and a lot of their friends, like they weren't allowed to watch Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter because it was fantasy and magic. Like, was it the was second just, school necessary? What? Homeschool school? Yeah, it's totally necessary. Why? Because you don't go to homeschool, but you can go to homeschool school, which is what the, my kids did. I don't understand. Because <laughs> you homeschool. Yes, but then if you homeschool, you can also take them to a place that was a co-op where other... That's not home. That's not homeschooling anymore. No, it gives them that's, their socialization and that's whatnot. That's pawning off. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. It, no, they got socialization. It's and neighbor schooling. They got um, expertise, like stuff that I couldn't teach them, like yeah. robotics or things like that. Would they stay with you? Like they stay there the whole time? Yeah, that's neighbor schooling. And except when they were little, then I stayed there with them and i could be in the class with them or not in the class oh. like i would do both there's so much behind this that i know nothing about yeah well i homeschooled my kids their whole lives mm. practically until they were like older teenagers is it true that homeschooling impacts social aspects um well my kids seem your kids do a lot of social things though. very yeah very social mm -hmm. i mean i could talk to my older son Skyler, you can talk to him. He's always been able to converse on any topic. He's very mm -hmm. social. Mm -hmm. I mean, Asher's shy, but I don't think that has to do with homeschooling. Yeah. And and he's got a lot of game, so, so he's not we're, like we're, just we're, alone. He's just quiet. Yeah. And we're way off track. I apologize. I was just <laughs> no. I just didn't want to be like just totally insulting because I I just it is this guy is a little over the top, but yeah. He's um, I understand that. You know, because my kids, like their friends, mm -hmm. weren't allowed to watch that stuff. Yeah, so I, I get it. I knew people who like couldn't couldn't read Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter, yeah. anything magic fantasy was mm -hmm. like bad. Yeah, yeah, witchcrafty. So uh, the homeschooling group, though, just one more thing on that. I always thought it was very <laughs> interesting because it was like two ends of cultural spectrums, yeah. but that met right in the middle and like had a ton in common. I feel so like on one end, it was a lot of fundamentalist Christians. Mm -hmm. And on the other end, it was all the like anti-establishment, like anti-authority yeah. uh, folks. And, but I feel like we can make everybody would come together in this, this co-op within our cult. Yeah. And I was more yeah. the, uh, that side, like the anti-authority, anti-establishment, yeah. 
there can't be public schools in a cult. I don't think that works. No, you have you have to have your own school because yeah. you want them to get your doctrine and your yeah, propaganda. Book, they're gonna read our booklet. <laughs> they're gonna read our book. No, they're gonna make our booklets because we'll get some <laughs> kind of make our booklets. factory. <laughs> Put those kids to work. Call it a project. <laughs> project school. Project based learning. Mm, experiential. <laughs> experiential. That's right. We'd get so many parents signing up, exactly. especially nowadays with COVID. They're like, get them out of the house. Oh my god. Yeah. To develop the pod from hell. I think we need to not give people bad ideas. No, it'll just be, to shift away. It'll from be this. fine. <laughs> just don't worry. It's okay. They learn. It's coming. Like it's coming. Character building. Yes. Um, Tell me more about Barney. Yes. What another disturbing thing about Barney is there was an incident where kids thought Barney was burned, and this is true. I read an article on Buffalo News. The actor playing Barney suffered smoke inhalation in See, the Barney suit. I have to pause you. Okay. Dan's in our chat room has asked to join our cult. Do you see how that just happened? Oh my God. That fast right there. All right. I'll get to work. I just said, yes, brochure. please. We'll work on it and we'll let you know. We'll get back to you about that. Yeah. Okay. We'll get right. the jackets. We'll get the brochures. I want a, like a, a bad. Well, it's not just jackets. <laughs> we need like whole track suits. Oh, can I have a robe? <laughs> you can have a robe. Thank you. I'm going to do a shawl. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Someone was on fire inside the suit. Wait, what happened? We need a color scheme as well. That's very important. All the cults have a color, Ooh. like they're purple, they're pink, they're orange. Do we orange. do dual, like a team color? Like how we had well, like I maybe always, blue and white? I always like a stripe. You oh, know, a retro like, stripe. Oh, it's like a, a Chevelle has yes, racing SS stripes. stripes. We should totally have racing stripes. We're going to have SS stripes. On our hoods. On our hoodies. Fuck yeah. All right. I'm excited now. This is a part of starting new projects I like. The logo. We need a, the a, name. The motto. <laughs> or credo, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll put some thought around this yes, and come back to you. We'll, we'll circle back. We'll maybe make a pamphlet to present. A brochure. A brochure. Or a pamphlet. A yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Barney, kids thought Barney was burned. This is a true one. So, okay, can you just, I'm sorry. Barney, I, the purple dinosaur I didn't TV listen show. at all when you were talking about the smoke. I just heard smoke and suit. Can you? I am starting over. Okay, go This ahead. is a true one. Okay. The art, actor playing Barney suffered smoke inhalation in the Barney suit. A cooling fan inside the suit shorted out during filming. The okay. actor inhaled smoke as he tried to get out of the suit and he had to go to the hospital, but he was released. When this was on the news... The parents began calling in because their kids were crying because they thought Barney was burned. Or Could you worse. imagine like your your <laughs> idol is like on smoke from the inside out, like he's cooking on the inside? So the kids saw it on the news and they thought, you know, Barney was hurt Aww. or worse. Barney was fake. Because why is there an actor? Who is that person? Uh, it's like Santa Claus being revealed. It's like that. I, I mean bad reference for you but i know i i know who santa you get is it. the real nobody one? likes christmas more than me <laughs> <laughs> that is a true i believe i that. sob every time i watch the charlie brown christmas no so beautiful okay so this is also a true <laughs> we lost people at santa oh. it's because i'm a jew 
Yeah, sorry, she's Jewish. <laughs> so I, I, sorry, I threw out the you don't, you don't. Sorry, yeah. This is like a serial podcast. You have to kind of watch it from the beginning or listen from the beginning. <laughs> well, and some things we assume that people know. You pick up the nuances. Yeah. And Maybe I we make- should add that to our intro. I'm Naomi, a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> That's Naomi. I call her the unicorn. <laughs> oh. Why is that? Because you're you're Jewish. And what's Asian. the other? Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, my my it drinks is, have made me forget. It is pretty rare. It's a unicorn, a, a Jewish Asian. Yes. Half Asian. I'm Junies. Junies. Okay. So this is a true. So you were looking at that interview with an actor who played Barney for 10 years. Yes. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about him. You should. His name is David Joyner. He's the one that had the cocaine in the tail. That was turned out to be um, falsified by Snopes. Oh, okay. Not true. Yeah. But he did, after playing Barney for t- 10 years, become a Tantra massage specialist who advises against condoms what? and only accepts female clients. So I had to look up his website. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> who wouldn't? Um, and here is some some of the services, quote unquote, <laughs> he provides. <laughs> I'm so excited. As a tantra massage specialist and spiritual energy healer, the basic philosophy of tantra is that all women are goddesses, and when touching the Obviously. goddess or being intimate with the goddess, you should also understand you're touching the hand of God and her spiritual connection with God. The more and more you understand how much of a goddess you are and being able to live your life as a goddess, you radiate energy, and that's the energy you will also attract. Others will see you, honor you, and respect the goddess in you. Wait, so I talked about prostitution earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so he took money from women. Takes. This is current. This is. I, I looked this up yesterday on his website. This is now. Okay. You could book an appointment. So he touches them physically? Let me finish the quotes. So you tell me. Uh-huh. It is time for women to understand their truth and the true essence they have to offer I the world. It. I love it when men tell women what their truth is. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Do go on. The true spirit of a woman that lies within must now take its true and rightful place and shine its light for all to see. That is my goal. That is my calling. This is my mission. And there are three exclamation points after each of those sentences. My face is just well. So um, I looked up services, different ones you get. One is a bathing ceremony. Mm-hmm. Is he like the one doing all of this? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yourself relaxing with the soft glow of scented candlelight as you step into the bath (laughs) to relax in place where you will be soothed and lavished in the utmost care. Said Barney. Where you will receive attention upon every inch of your beautiful body. Particularly those often neglected areas will be lovingly attended to. Soft hands. (laughs) And adept fingers will move about and caress your spiritual, physical, and mental mental being. So I guess each session is like three hours. So there's a lot happening. Um, Yeah, so that's a truism. That's a true one. 
That's really gross. That's the actor who played Barney for 10 years. And uncomfortable. Don't touch me. Get your Barney paws. Your little crab mittens off of me. He said he developed his Tantra skills while playing Barney because he needed to draw upon those spiritual strengths or whatever. Oh. Nobody wants to know what that means. I don't. What? Nobody wants to think too hard into what was going on in that costume. So he thought about touching women to make them goddesses while wearing a child's... While dancing with kids? Yeah. See, yeah I don't yeah, know yeah, if he yeah. had the plan fleshed out, the business plan, but he did say he developed his, his tantra skills while in the costume and that he needed those to draw upon them for that work to to get that energy, get, like, the right energy. Because you have to dance around like a motherfucker in that 70-pound suit. And exude joy. And exude I'm sure he purpleness. exuded a lot of purple joy. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> Here's I'm, another... sure it's, I'm sure it's great. Maybe it's like rumpology. Oh, that's sad. We can't do that anymore. Why? Didn't she pass away? Did she? Yeah. <gasps> I think I saw that. Why did you not tell me I don't, this? I don't know why I didn't. Mama Stallone Mama, passed away? Let me verify this before I eat my words, but I thought so. Oh, don't eat your words. But you could eat that peppermint bark that fell on the floor in your puddle of cider. Oh. I found it for you. There it is. I'm going to eat it after my drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she, September 21st Well, honest, in LA. Honestly, I was surprised she was still alive when we did the story. <laughs> she was like 98 then. Yeah, well, I'm glad you did your story while she was still alive. For those of you wondering, it's our episode called Rumpology, where Jackie Stallone, uh, you could take a picture of your butt. And send it. And, and send it to her for like two tell grand, you, right? No, it's like 250 How for like one for cheek. Them? One cheek. It was a cheek. You're like 400 maybe for the whole yeah. rump. The whole rump. <laughs> and then she would ologize it. <laughs> yeah. And you would learn so much about yourself. About your butt. And... and and whenever we talk about this, I have to start touching my butt. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> I'm like, what but, is my future hold? Um, yeah, I was. I thought that was very fascinating. I, I don't know why I didn't tell you that. Mm. I'm sorry. There's yes. So much sadness. You're probably trying to shield me. Yeah, I don't. I want to protect you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so here's another story that is true. This is, I think, my last one. In the Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1997, Barney suffered a violent death. The giant purple dinosaur balloon was flying high for all his excited little fans watching the parade in person or at home on TV. That's my parade, you know. Barney began to pull from side to side in the wound. The winds reached as high as 43 miles per hour that day. Barney's handlers. Henchmen, so to speak. Began to struggle to control him. Some collapsed on the pavement as the camera zoomed in and onlookers began to scream. <laughs> I watched this whole video, by the way. The TV cameras. I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> Showed their their anguished faces. <laughs> I wrote this, by the way. This is all my words. I can tell because they're not uh, 
Where? Full senses. Yeah, yep. Then Barney veers violently to one side, listing as he will. <laughs> Suddenly and surprisingly, <laughs> impaling his body on a streetlight. <laughs> his skin is ripped. He is flayed wide open. <laughs> His inside showing. <laughs> he somehow tears himself off <laughs> the street lights so and sad. flies the other way. Do you know how traumatizing that'd be for children? <laughs> His clearly, his now clearly wounded body <laughs> whipping in the wind. Eventually, he came to rest in the street where he eventually <laughs> died in front of the children. I'm crying too. It's so sad. It's so, sad thing it's so fucking sad. <laughs> Here's a picture of him in his, <laughs> in his death throes. <laughs> I just snorted really loud. It's okay, we're just live. It doesn't matter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. We'll regret this later, but go on. <laughs> well, that's all I have to say about the parade. Um. <sighs> Barney was eventually canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Some speculate it might have been because of the multiple lawsuits the show had out trying to stop people from promoting killing Barney. (laughs) Because people fucking hated him. Uh, (laughs) well until next time (laughs) I'm not prepared (laughs) until next time just take the batteries out and I love you you love me have a good night everybody (laughs) see you later (laughs) bye bye